0: They all need to cut cut the the crap. crap. Now, here's your host, Jovan Hutton-Pulitzer.
1: All right, folks, thank you for joining me, Jovan Hutton-Pulitzer here. Thank you for dropping in on Cut the Crap. I know, weird name for a program, but crap only stands for culture, race, and American politics. That is the crap that seems to have pushed our country into the crapper and so welcome to the room of a bunch crap cutters, because that's what we're doing. We're cutting through all this crap. You know, we're at the point that everybody thinks the United States of America, our beloved country, is going to hell in a handbasket. And we just want to reach out to these politicians and grab them by the lapels and just shake some them and say, cut the crap. Well, that's where we all are, pushed up with our backs against the wall. Now, we're trying to figure it out. But what I say is, if you don't understand how this all works or connects... Number one, how can you fight it? How can you educate your lawmakers? The problem is, if you followed me for a while, and this is not a problem, it's a problem when we think about our lawmakers, is you now know about more about how the system's rigged, how the system's broken, how the system works, or why it doesn't work, than most lawmakers. I personally think that most lawmakers are massively ADD. They have no attention span to really get into the details. Their schedules are stretched way too thin. And once they get into office and get that power, it's only about staying in office. That's just the way it is, right? It's about staying in office. What most people don't know about politicians, and it was very interesting when I learned this years ago. Did you know when a politician is campaigning? And they're raising money for their campaigns. And let's say they raise millions of dollars to campaign and then they lose. Or think about a president who continues to campaign and has, you know, $25,000 plate dinners and they keep on doing this all the time. Well, as long as they're in campaigning mode, did you know that they can continue to raise money even if they go When they go out in the end and they go out of office or they don't win, did you know they get to keep that money? They They get to keep that war chest. So if they raised millions and millions of dollars for a campaign and didn't spend all that to get elected and then they kept on doing their fancy dinners and donations, they actually get to walk with that money. I think people might get addicted to people throwing money at them that way. Now, one of the things I know is one of the ways money, I think, changes hands in Washington, D.C., is when the politician leaves and they get like a $50 million book deal or a $25 million book deal. These big Netflix production bills, just like we saw with Obama, right? They get tons of money. There's a tremendous amount of corporate money laundering that I think goes on that way. These people truly get drunk on power and caste. That's the way it goes. Now, one of the things I've been thinking about and why I wanted to discuss it in this program, because I'm going to discuss what I call the dystopian Democrats demanding their disciples have discipline. They want to control everything. They just want structured discipline. The party that says, hey, be free, be who you are, be whatever you are, be a hermit crab crossed with a woman, crossed with a donkey, Whatever it is, right? It's not true. They just want everybody to march to their drumbeat. I truly think, I got to thinking about Joe Biden. I can't help it, but the guy is a fragile, mental idiot. I'll I'll chalk it up to just a mental state. Maybe at one time he was a sharp cookie. I have no idea. But he's better for doing maybe a slippers or pajama commercial than he is for possibly running, being the commander of chief, and for the United States of America. We're only seeing it more and more now. It's really accelerated. Have you noticed in just this last year, his demise or diminishing abilities has really accelerated this last year. But I happen to know that if you're on the inside in D.C., you had to see it coming. People had to have known. Maybe that's why he spent so much time. I think it's 25% of his presidential time is spent at his home in Delaware. Maybe just trying to keep him recovered or recouped or whatever. So when you think about that, and then you think about Kamala Harris. Um, I don't know if it's bulbers affect is what I think it's called, where you just kind of laughed uncontrollably at stuff that's not laugh- laughable. It's a mental condition, actually. Maybe that's it, but I don't think there's much upstairs there either. So if they just put true, pure puppets in, if that's the case, let's just suspend disbelief for a moment and don't say you know don't take don't take anything for granted just say okay if this is truly a puppet presidency who's pulling the strings who really has the ability to maybe pull this off and to continue with a plan to destroy america i did not think this until recently but when i look at the timelines of some of the things going on I think I now believe that Obama is absolutely serving out his third term. That's it. I don't I don't think that anybody could truly be answering to Biden. I don't think anybody could truly be answering to Kamala. I just don't think they have it in them. There's nothing in me that leads me to believe they sit in meetings and run things. I I just can't see it. Even people that are political pundits, just total pundits, you can potentially see them running a meeting and carrying on a conversation, having a real meeting. So I have come to believe that this is Obama's third term. That's really what we're seeing. Because as I start connecting these dots for you, I find out one of the common threads they have is most of these initiatives that we're seeing come to fruition right now was put in place and started during the Obama terms, right when they first started. And now when I'm diving into audits and I look at the numbers for 2012, I'm now 100% convinced that Obama was selected for his second term. It wasn't ordained. It didn't work. He didn't get the numbers. But that's when we really had the system manipulate us. And they put them in for a second term. That's what I believe. So I want you to consider that when we talk about this. Because I'm going to share some things with you that Obama recently said. And we're going to talk about this ministry of truth that they have going on. And I want to see if we can connect the dots and see and understand what their real goal is here. And what their aim is to do with it. Because I believe it has a lot to do with how they're going to attack us in the 2022 midterms. Think about that. Hang tight. I'll be right back right after this.
0: See, I told you learning how to tell the world to cut the crap would make you feel great. There's more to come. Jovan will be right back.
2: Get the hard-hitting truth. The left doesn't want you to hear the real truth Jovan Hutton Pulitzer has to tell you. You want common sense and facts and that is what Jovan Hutton Pulitzer can provide. He is your warrior helping you fight the left. Jovan Hutton Pulitzer is unnerving the left daily as he tells you exactly what you need to hear. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. Just go to Hutton Pulitzer.locals.com right now to hear the truth.
3: The morning after the 3 November 2020 presidential election, Americans woke up to the stark reality that our great nation was under a new type of attack. This attack didn't come with mortars or bullets, but was an assault on our sacred election process. Since then, Americans everywhere have had to ask themselves if they really believe that our election was true and fair. We are in a time of large-scale government corruption, and many have lost faith in our institutions. That's why we formed the America Project for you and for the nation. The America Project was formed by a group of fellow patriots who are building the most pro-freedom and pro american network ever known. The America Project will connect you with organizations, churches, small businesses, and individuals to help you win for America. The America Project is about actions and results. Join our team today. God bless you and God bless America.
1: You know, it's kind of hard of us to think about a grand cabal, right? It's like something out of a James Bond movie, right? Some evil guy waiting for his billion dollars, right? Well, suspend belief for a moment. And do you believe that sometimes people cheat? Think about it. Have you played cards or any games with your brothers and sisters, people cheat. It's just the way it is. So now let's peel that onion back and let's look at the voting system. For the first time in history, we have the most people ever that came out to vote. Or the most people, dead people, that voted. Whatever it is, but the most people ever came out to vote. Then you have the most ever spent end up changing the big result so sometimes don't think about it as this big grand cabal doing things there's enough small people that do some of these bad things
0: we're back now let's continue to fight back and take back our country by learning how to tell the politically correct to cut, cut the, the crap, crap. here's joe
1: Okay, folks, let's dive into this. I covered earlier in the week this Ministry of Information that they now form. They're basically, it's a, a Disinformation Governance Council. There's a premise I want you to understand. I'm going to play you some uh, pieces here from interviews. There's, I want you to understand how they pushed this through as they said, get this, they were worried about children being lured to the United States of America and then being sex trafficked. Remember, it's a lot about fear porn. And so they're now uh, saying, no, we did this because children are being uh, lured to America and they're being used for sex trafficking. Well, who, who of course wouldn't want to stop that? That's a noble cause, right? But it was Obama that said, hey, if we're not, if, the, if the children get here, we're not going to kick them out. He recently spoke at Stanford. This was just a few days ago. And he was basically saying regarding the tech companies that they failed. They did not go far enough on stopping the disinformation. Listen to this.
4: Now, the good news is, is that almost all the big tech platforms now acknowledge some responsibility for content on their platforms. And they're investing in large teams of people to monitor it. Given the sheer volume of content, this strategy can feel like a game of whack-a-mole. Still, in talking to people at these companies, I believe they are sincere in trying to limit content that engages in hate speech, encourages violence, or poses a threat to public safety. They genuinely are concerned about it. They want to do something about it.
1: So he disclosed there that he's...
4: While content moderation can limit the distribution of clearly dangerous content, it doesn't go far enough.
1: So he disclosed there in that, that as I talk to people at these companies, that's kind of a telling statement that... The former president, two-term president of the United States, is talking to people at these tech companies. Why would he be doing that? Well, because he's behind the scenes, pulling the strings, using his power and influence to get his way. They are completely now worried about Elon Musk and Twitter. They are totally freaked out about it. Listen to this when question in a press conference, Pasaki, Peppermint Patty, was asked, tell us about this disinformation governance board. How did you choose this person?
4: A couple questions on the disinformation board. Sure. Um, yesterday, you had told me that you were not familiar with Nina Jankowitz. I'm wondering if you're, you have more information on her today. Also, Secretary Mayorkas said that he was not familiar with statements that she had made surrounding the Hunter Biden laptop. And I'm just wondering, how how is she hired? If you in the White House are not familiar with her, if Mayorkas is not familiar with her statements, what's the process for um, putting her into a, a position like this? Who's in charge of her?
5: Well, hire? let me give you a sense of who she is. Um, she's an expert on online disinformation. She was formerly in the Wilson Center's disinformation, she was formerly a disinformation fellow at the Wilson Center. She's testified before Congress as well as the United Kingdom and European Parliament, advised a Ukrainian foreign minister particularly relevant in this moment under the auspices of a Fulbright Public Policy Fellowship and overseeing Russia and Belarus programs at the National Democratic Institute. Any hiring decisions are up to the Department of Homeland Security, but this is a person with extensive qualifications. What I will tell you about the um, board and what the board is doing, this is a continuation of work that began at the Department of Homeland Security in 2020 under former President Trump.
4: Is it though, I guess can you describe what her job is going to be, because there's been some um, TikToks that she has put out, um, and it, it seems like rather than you know calling balls and strikes on this you know story is false, and this story, and here's the truth on it, um, one line stood out to me, uh, they're laundering disinfo, we should really take note and not support their lies with our wallet, voice, or vote. Well,
5: here's what the board is going to do, which I think of particular interest, again, a continuation of the work of the former president. So for anyone who's critical of it, I, don't, I didn't hear them being critical of the work under the former president, which is just interesting to note contextually. But in the fact sheet that they put out, what they noted yesterday, what they noted in there is that this is meant to, uh, one, the first bullet was about protecting privacy, civil rights and civil liberties, and the First Amendment. They said the primary mission is to establish best practices to, to, to ensure that efforts to understand and respond to disinformation are done in ways that protect privacy, civil rights. Rights and civil liberties. I'd also note that the first example they gave uh, about what they're going to do is uh, is support the Department of Homeland Security's work, ongoing work, back to the former administration on to address how and understand how misinformation spread by human smugglers that prey on vulnerable populations attempting to migrate to the United States. There's no question, everybody, that bipartisan support for that to address disinformation that's going that's helping smugglers. Uh, uh, push Pushing, helping people my, uh, migrate, or providing false information, uh, prompting people to migrate. Um, so, and th- this is also work um, that is helping to address unauthorized uh, uh, terrorism, other threats, and see how disinformation and misinformation is being pushed uh, to lead uh, to increase those. So, that's all work. We we think it's work that's been ongoing for some time, this is the form it's taking, and there's a fact sheet that details the specifics of it. You
4: just outlined a lot of you know efforts that sound very worthy, but you've got someone from the Department home, of Homeland Security telling people how they should vote. How do you explain that to critics who say, that doesn't sound right to me?
5: Uh, This is an individual who will be overseeing the work of that board. Personnel decisions are up to the Department of Homeland Security. I just outlined the extensive history and background this individual has, but I think what's important to note here is what the board is doing, which is continuing what is important disinformation-related work that began under the former administration.
1: I think that's how they're trying to convince you they're doing something good. I had a few questions when I, when I heard that clip. Number one, did, she, did you hear she, we're going to fight against unauthorized terrorist activity? I thought, hmm, that's kind of telling. Unauthorized terrorist activity? They're trying to play off Trump and say, no, this is a Trump thing. We're just finishing with it. But what they want to do is they want to control free speech. They say it's to stop international disinformation, but they're going to deploy it in the United States. Uh, Again, it's a total disconnect. I mean, it's a kind of a wishy-mishy-washy answer, if you ask me. There's not heads or tails you can make of it. Uh, Mayorkas, who uh, I guess employed her or brought her in, didn't even know about all of the uh, stuff this person was posting on uh, YouTube and Twitter and taking shots at uh, Trump and conservatives. I mean, really hateful rhetoric. And so I think they're doing a tap dance. But you know what? Obama gave his speech, and six days later, here comes this new uh, cabinet appointment. You think it was planned? You think it was coordinated? I do. The only real disconnect I also had, I said, why aren't they throwing balls and strikes? Talking about calling it like it is. I I don't think the administration calls them balls anymore. That's forbidden. Hey, Dyke, I'll be right back. Are you following Jovan on all social media?
0: You think this program is
1: good at empowering you? You should get
0: your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight. Jovan will be right back.
6: Here's a message to every rapist, domestic abuser, violent criminal thug, and every other monster who preys upon women. Maybe you've heard the stories about millions of us flocking to gun stores and gun ranges for the first time, the second time, and the hundredth time. Here's what that means for despicable cowards like you. Your life expectancy just got shorter because there's a very good chance your next target will be armed, trained, and ready to exercise her right to choose her life over yours. This is what real empowerment looks like. Millions of American moms, grandmothers and professional women taking our lives and our families lives into our own capable hands. I'm the National Rifle Association of America and I'm freedom's safest place.
2: Over 18.5 million plays. It's Jovan Hudden Pulitzer.
1: Folks, I have one job, and my job is for you, and that is to make you the smartest patriot in the room.
2: At Com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. You will not be banned. You will not be regulated. You will only hear what you need to hear. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit Com today.
6: They use their media to assassinate real news. They use their schools to teach children that their president is another Hitler. They use their movie stars and singers and comedy shows and award shows to repeat their narrative over and over again.
1: Some of the truth that's coming out is our politicians do not truly, absolutely want us to know the truth. And so that speech that uh, Obama gave, it was on April 21st, okay? And he said, the censors in technology don't go far enough. A week later, they rolled out this new disinformation governance board that's going to protect people against disinformation. When asked about how did they hire this person, what was the credentials, they shouted out a lot of academic credentials, but it's all tied to the Ukraine, where we basically probably have a pretty good idea that that itself is disinformation, and nothing can be believed from there. I'm still trying to figure out why did Pelosi go to the Ukraine to... uh, Uh, see these guys. Uh, Oh, that's right. Her son runs a big telecom business there. Oh, so does Mitt Romney's kids. You see, all of these people that we know are rhinos and the Dems, they all have kids that work there. If this is a war zone, do you think Pelosi would have gone to the middle of this horrible war zone? So now we have this disinformation board. As I think about it, I now see this is probably, again, more weaponization in it, I think she kind of screwed up in there and saying it's, it's not approved terrorist activity. And they're they're They want to just try to uh, crack down on human smuggling organizations that are peddling misinformation to exploit vulnerable vulnerable uh, migrants for profit. Well, number one, if they're already in a United States of America, they don't need human smuggling, right? They're here. Uh, if they're doing it for migrants, by the way, meaning illegals, not migrants, they're doing it in those other countries. So why are they setting this up here in the United States of America when they're saying they're monitoring uh, terrorist and extreme extremist groups and they're going to try to protect the kids? When, back during Obama's uh, era to, in 2014, he basically sent messages to all of the countries, permissios that the kids get here, we will not deport them. If you came illegally, we're not going to deport your kids. And if you come with your kids, we're not going to deport you. So who spread that disinformation? See, this is why we have to unpack it. Because we have to listen to the words they say. They immediately switched it. She just circled back without circling back, right? Her answer had nothing to do with the questions she was asked. This person they put in, this is a law enforcement gig. This person they put in uh, is not a person who's qualified uh, to do this at all. Really has no qualifications. Was a student, uh, served on a few government councils, uh, wrote a few books on it. But that doesn't mean this person should immediately be elevated to a law enforcement position. Now, number one, I'm going to play you a clip from Tulsi Gabbard. I like her. She's nice to look at. I'm glad she uh, served her country. I'm not convinced yet that she's not a plant. In other words, we're supposed to like this Democrat. I think she's kind of maybe being... Groomed, I don't really know. Also, Angela Jolie, you're right. Angela Jolie was in the Ukraine at the same time taking selfies running around. If that was a war torn country like they're trying to tell us it is, I just don't think that's real. But they all, their kiddos are over there. I think that's what's going on. There's something um, evil going on. But let's listen to Tulsi Gabbard. Let's just accept for now, she's a Democrat in the vein of Joe Manchin and actually has America at heart. Here she is uh, on Hannity.
7: This is the kind of thing that you see in dictatorships, this Ministry of Truth, this Department of Propaganda that the Biden administration has just stood up. And the reason why you see this in dictatorships is because they're afraid of us. They're afraid of the people. They're afraid that we might actually think for ourselves. And so now they've created this this body— They will do two things. Number one, it will use taxpayer dollars to uh, work through the mainstream media and flood the airwaves with whatever their propaganda narrative is that they're pushing at any given time and try to drown out anyone with alternate views. And number two, they will silence dissenting voices uh, through intimidation. Right, uh, this eat. is, the, I think the thing to recognize with this, just real quick, is that this isn't something new. This is something that they have already been doing that's happening right now. The, the only difference is they're formalizing it, making it official, which, if there's a silver lining in this, it is they're revealing exactly who they are and why they're doing it, what they're trying to accomplish. And it allows us, the American people, to stand up and say, hey, you know what? We're not going to let you get away with this crap. We will take a stand, we will reject it, and we will throw out of office those who are continuing to uh, push and propagate this undemocratic, anti-free speech mission.
1: I, uh, I'm, I'm telling you honestly, Tulsi's uh, likable, believable, has a, a very good background, an attractive person, articulate. I'm not convinced she's a good guy. And I don't mean that in the sexist way that she has the wrong equipment. I'm just not convinced she's a good guy. I'm not convinced she's really on the America team. I like the fact that she is a, a military vet, but I'm, I'm just not, I'm not convinced. And so I have to stay back on that one. But I do agree with what she's saying. She's calling it like it is. This is propaganda to allow their propaganda. This is a way to work their way back in To because now Twitter had to be sold. They couldn't keep Twitter, right? And so now they're trying to kind of wrap it in this cloth that, no, wait, this was Trump's idea. Right. This was Trump's idea. We're we're saving little kids. Uh, we're protecting privacy and civil rights and civil liberties by banning conservatives. Well, it's interesting. The new uh, roll up that this department has done. Who do you think they've focused on? First. Their first tee-up that they're going after for disinformation is Truth Social. Now, imagine, think about that. Here we go. We have Truth Social has come out. What you probably didn't know is in that wrap-up, it was a public wrapper, public wrap-up. I won't take the time to explain it. They immediately opened an SEC investigation. In it Because they didn't want it to have the ability to, you know, have public capital, right? And then you see Elon did what he did with Twitter. And then a few days later, they announced they're doing an SEC investigation of him. They're also saying with the SEC that he has to be quiet because he's under investigation. So he can't say anything any, anymore. What a coincidence, right? I think we now know how to read all of these rat bastards. I really do. And that's the only way that we can call it for what it is. It's just another window dressing on they're going to try to go at it a different way. They realized they couldn't do it through public companies without consequence because it was a major backlash When the board basically told Elon to hit the road and did a poison pill. But then when you have potential suits by states, DeSantis helped that out, by the way, right? Think about it. DeSantis helped this out because their state is invested in Twitter for their retirement funds. And he says, we're going to sue you to oblivion, which they should have done. And so these guys scrambled real quick. Oh, hey, wait, she wrote a book. She spoke one time. She's it. Put her out there. She, She does a mean Mary Poppins and they threw it out there real quick. Now they're scrambling behind the scenes to figure out how can we continue shutting this down? How can we continue shutting it down? That is all this is about. And their first target, first target outside of Elon is Truth social. That's not a coincidence. What I'm hoping with this is Now, as we hear these things and the little bit of snippets we get from news because they're all in a panic and we shouldn't be watching news anyway. I hope that everybody sees the disinformation for what it is. It is the people they attack, the people they attack that are the ones they're afraid of. And the Republican Party does the same thing. The Republican Party is currently working to push out Republicans that are good and won't take their crap. Which is why we have a uniparty. We don't have two parties now. And so, yeah, okay, great. You're going to make sure there's no kids being sex sex trafficked. That's great. Do you think we're going to see news about that? No, because they've already started firing shots at Truth Social. Here's what happens. The fact that they've turned this into a government thing means they can tell the social media companies, you have to do this for Homeland Security reasons now. They didn't go to that step up front because it was a partnership. The left agreed to it. But rolling it into this government agency and putting it in a Department Department of Homeland Security now means... The government can tell these companies, you must remove this. I'm going to do a special. I actually have the plan that they formed in 2018 so they can control 2019. I'm going to show you more. You'll understand it. But this is all a way they can only reach and get it back in. So they reach for the tools and they flex very quick. Okay, They couldn't get it done this way, which was creating plausible deniability I told you about. It's not us. It's not us. It's them. It's their policies. Now that that failed and people rebelled, now you see the government kicking in. They're taking all of this to a different level. I don't, I'm, I'm hoping the free speech we're getting back on Twitter is a good thing. My numbers have gone up. Followers have started coming back. They still owe me about 100,000 followers. But today, finding out today with Mike Lindell coming back on and actually then getting rid of him literally on the same day, I'm tempted to say it's probably not real. I'm tempted to say that there's probably something more in the works that they think they're going to be protected because there's going to be backlash over that. And I think what they've now rolled out with this disinformation governance board is it i just finally find it highly suspicious that obama announces this saying tech didn't go too far and then a week later we get this board hang tight my final comments right after this
0: are you following jovan on all social media you think this program is good at empowering you you should get your phd in cutting the crap by following jovan daily on all social media Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight, Jovan will be right back.
6: Here's a message to every rapist, domestic abuser, violent criminal thug, and every other monster who preys upon women. Maybe you've heard the stories about millions of us flocking to gun stores and gun ranges for the first time, the second time, and the hundredth time. Here's what that means for despicable cowards like you. Your life expectancy just got shorter because there's a very good chance your next target will be armed, trained, and ready to exercise her right to choose her life over yours this is what real empowerment looks like millions of american moms grandmothers and professional women taking our lives and our families' lives into our own capable hands i'm the national rifle association of america and i'm freedom's safest place
2: over 18.5 million plays it's jovan hudden pulitzer
1: Folks, I have one job, and my job is for you, and that is to make you the smartest patriot in the room.
2: At jovonhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. You will not be banned. You will not be regulated. You will only hear what you need to hear. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit jovonhuttonpulitzer.locals.com
1: today. Hey there, think of all those people who mocked you for being a conspiracy theorist. Are you ready to become the smartest patriot in the room? Well, now's your chance to join me on Local. It's exclusive. It's a free trial membership where you can use to determine if my work, my insight, my content, and what I do to educate you to fight this fight for our country is worth it. And this is a whopping $4.16 decision since that's what the membership is with an annual subscription. Now you have to decide if $4.16 a month is worth becoming the smartest patriot in the room. So are you willing to spend $4.16 to gain the knowledge and insight it takes to make sure your country and our way of life survives? Is $4.16 even worth being able to prove to your family, friends, and coworkers that you're not some whacked conspiracy theorist is four dollars and worth spending on your education to fight this fight but to also know you can do it where you can share the truth and talk about the truth so help us god and not get banned if you are ready to become a fact-slinging ass-kicking warrior of truth who fights for the survival of this country then i invite you to take me up on this offer and determine if our country our future and my information is worth $4 and 16 cents.
0: Can you feel it? You're getting more powerful by the minute. Just think of the impact your voice will have simply because you know how to tell the culture, race and American political prostitutes. They all need to cut cut the the crap. Let's get back to Jovan and his final words for this
1: week's program. Just in case uh, you needed any reminding, which I don't believe you really need any reminding, but uh, it's 2022. Now, pay attention when I say this, because it might help you put a few of these pieces together. Here we sit in 2022. We have our mail order maladministration installed in office. Most people forget, because we have very short memories, that in 2008, when this person we had never heard of, named Barack Obama, came out of nowhere, just out of nowhere, and he gets the Democratic nod, which should have gone rightly to Hillary. I kind of think, by the way, it's just true, I think we would have been better off with Hillary. Because she was just plain greedy, but I think Hillary and Bill still loved America. But when this fellow Obama got in, everything changed. Everything turned into hate, focusing on hate, and it became this color war. It became this agenda. Do you remember in 2008 when, uh, quote-unquote, running for president, that uh, the then-not- Yet, Obama started a campaign that allowed private citizens or allowed people to report on bloggers. And that way, people would know in the Obama administration which bloggers to attack or try to get shut down. Well, in 2008, it was called Fight the Smears. You can look it up. Horrible name. Fight the Smears. Sounds like they're shunning pap smears, but you know what? With all the new types of females we have today, we don't need pap smears anymore. Who knows? Maybe it was a precursor. But anyway, it was called Fight the Smears. That was in 2008. Do you also remember that in President Obama's re-election campaign, they had a program called Attack Watch? That was specifically about... When Republicans would attack Obama, there was a report vehicle where you could report Republicans do this back to the Obama administration. And then the Obama administration would work to get that shut down, cut off and or at the time just mess with people's. Remember, they were messing with people's traffic. We didn't know how to monitor it then but they were messing with people's traffic. That's a 2008 incident, a uh, uh, 2014 incident, okay? We've been through this before. For now, excuse me, 2012 incident. We've been through this before. Now, here we are, and he goes, talks to Stanford, and says he didn't go far enough, as they just basically lost Twitter to Elon, they knew it was coming, and all of a sudden we now get this disinformation governance board. That's why I asked you at the beginning of the program, do you think this truly is Barack Obama's third term? Is that exactly why they chose Camilla and Joe Biden? The two weakest individuals that could have ever been put in those positions. And all of their people are equally as weak and just facades. Like the one dude with a dong who's helping people with being overweight in their mental health and their overall health, but he's a guy with a dong who thinks he's a girl. All of them are puppets. I think when I look at it that way, then I realize you know what? This really is Obama's third term. Now, I want to acknowledge with everyone, do I believe Obama's pulling the strings? Hell no. Do I even believe George Soros is pulling the strings? No. I believe it's even much bigger than that. But who do I believe that's calling the shots on the ground in the United States of America? I believe it's Barack Obama. I really do. I believe this truly is his third term. I didn't believe it until just recently. And what they're doing is deploying empty brains. Now, I've always told you one of the things to pay attention to is when an administration in any country in the world has been installed, selected, not elected, they immediately start ripping away... Citizens' rights, liberties, freedoms, and they start slamming down mandates. Is that what we have here in the United States? Of course it is. It's absolutely what we have here in the United States. This is why we have to understand that this is just not a one-off. This isn't a 2020 occurrence. I can tell you right now, for the Arizona audit to understand what happened in 2020, we uh, audited backwards 16 years, so we got multiple terms in there. We saw and see all of these numbers that were fake during the Obama administration, because he was failing in his first term and was absolutely surprised that he got a second term. That's how long this has been going on. But there's only one thing that fixes this, and that's we get our elections right. And there's only one way we get our elections right. We get you, the people, educated on how they do it so we can put pressure on the lawmakers and we can tell them we won't stand for this crap. None of this can be undone unless you activate we have to do their job just like finding dead people on voter rolls and not sending attorney generals a list but proof files here it is here's where they're buried here's a picture bottom line the work's up to us the only way we fail now is if we don't get engaged they're totally afraid of us we have to work harder at standing together And the way we do this is accept this is a digital war, and we have to fight it digitally. We have to call it out nonstop, all the time, around the clock. We must band together and use the tactics that they use to steal our country. We have to get this right. We have to get together, and we have to tell all of these people to cut the crap.
0: And we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Joe Jovan Hunt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week. And between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut, cut the, the crap. crap.
1: Hey there. Think of all those people who mocked you for being a conspiracy theorist. Are you ready to become the smartest patriot in the room? Well, now's your chance to join me on Local. It's exclusive. It's a free trial membership where you can use to determine if my work, my insight, my content, and what I do to educate you to fight this fight for our country is worth it. And this is a whopping $4.16 decision since that's what the membership is with an annual subscription. Now, you have to decide if $4.16 a month is worth becoming a the smartest patriot in the room. So are you willing to spend $4.16 to gain the knowledge and insight it takes to make sure your country and our way of life survives? Is $4.16 even worth being able to prove to your family, friends, and coworkers that you're not some whacked conspiracy theorist? Is $4.16 worth spending on your education to fight this fight but to also know you can do it where you can share the truth and talk about the truth, so help us God, and not get banned. If you are ready to become a fact-slinging, ass-kicking warrior of truth who fights for the survival of this country, then I invite you to take me up on this offer and determine if our country, our future, and my information is worth $4.16. Now, of course, you could use that money to buy one Well, say, iced coffee from your local Starbucks, or you could even feed yourself a box of frozen pretzels, or that same $4.16 could be used to buy a small frozen Sara Lee pound cake. Now, of course, you could use that same $4.16 to feed your brain and to pound some sense into the leftists who are leaving our country in a mess. I hope you
3: join me. Limited time offer, but you better hurry because it won't last long.